your content with the devil's character. We are keeping the devil powerful. We have taken him into us. And he lives in us, in our desire to be other than ourselves. You hear me? In us wanting to live in his image and after his likeness and not in the image of the likeness of the what? No, no, no. I breathed in the man of brother life and man became a living. You don't want to be a son. You want to be a body. You want to adorn the body. In other words, you want to take the container or the vessel called the body and you want to satisfy it, decorate it, feed it. But the content in the container has already been tilted or tinted with shaitan or satan or abbas or any name that you want to call diabolical, flabos, all the Greek, whatever name you use, this malicious being is now moving in me and you and coerces us to do his bidding. He gets us to make fun of our own, to laugh at people, to steal. He gets us to smoke cigarettes and poison our body, to damage the vessel. And when one of us damages the content, all of us are damaged. Because the content is the same even if the vessel takes on different shapes. All of the containers here have different shapes. All y'all look different. But the content in the container of all of us, souls, God is the same. So when one soul is damaged, all souls are damaged. That's why he asked him, are you your brother's keeper? He said, I'm not my brother's keeper. When in fact, I am my brother's keeper. Because as my brother falls, I fall. Humanity falls. Let me tell you something, just to jump away from it. Animals on the planet reach a certain point where they become what they call extinct. Correct? Now, that means that that animal has lived the full potential or lived the utmost of its life. Its existence has now expired and nature, it doesn't want it to breathe anymore. And, that, not, and I say that, I don't mean that as simply as a sound. When I say nature doesn't want that animal to breathe, it's now extinct like a bald eagle. It doesn't want that animal that takes in oxygen and gives off a poison substance. That animal's physical composition and what comes out of it should not exist anymore. Because it will infringe upon other animals in the chain of life. Try to bear with me what I'm saying. Alright? If an animal is supposed to disappear, it's because God wants that animal to disappear. And a man steps in and prolongs the life of that animal, man is taking the ecology and making it imbalance. Because that animal is not supposed to be here anymore. It's not supposed to be anymore. That's how God planned it. But Caucasians will go out there and try to save animals. And while they're saving the animals, they're interfering with the ecology. And they're wondering why all this other stuff is happening here. When it's your time to go, it's your time to go. The last strain on all existing animals is the bleach gene. 
I know some of y'all might want to lie. I'm going to let y'all know. I know all y'all have seen red. And I don't just mean on television. Come on, y'all now. Y'all have seen rats in the house. Run across the floor. You have never seen a white rat run across your living room floor. No, you didn't. You have never seen a white deer running across your yard. You ain't seen a white snake until recently. There wasn't no white lion. Every time they get a white snake, they go, look, a white snake. And they show that white snake in every movie they can. When they get a white lion, they take them to Las Vegas and show everybody, look, a white lion. Correct? And when a white buffalo was born a couple of years ago, all the Native Americans said, oh, a white buffalo, a special symbol. So it was special for a white thing to be born out of species that were naturally brown, gray, and dark colored. He was unique because he didn't belong there. That's the only reason why the white lion is so important. Because when you see a white lion, you say, lions are not that color. Where did you come from? And they'll prove to you that that is a defective chromosome, an albino gene. You with me? Well, talk to me about something important. Yes. Reverend, um, first of all, I want to say how glad I am to be in your presence. My pleasure to be here. And um, secondly, I have two questions. One question is, I recently lost my mother. Um, we buried her three weeks ago, this uh, Saturday, today. And um, I've, uh, I experienced a horrific scene with her. She died of cancer. And I wondered why I had to actually be there and see her go through this till her last breath. Okay. Um, secondly, um, since I've become a member of the Holy Chad and the Order, uh, I'm having problems sleeping at night. And I've tried different things to try to build up my uh, psychic self-defense. Yes. Um, but I'm not sure that it's working, and I wondered what this was that was bothering me. It's like um, a hot scene or something that hoovers over and tries to touch me. I don't know what that is. Okay. So I said, if I ever was in your presence, you let go through with that. That's something I talk about all the time. I talk to people about death, funerals, coffins, because they have a system in this society where they want you to remember the people you love in their worst state. That's why they set up hospitals, which doesn't have nothing to do, as I said many times, with curing, but just being hospitable. They want you to see the person. I'm going to tell you something. If you can remember anyone in your family that passed, that you didn't see dead, you'll remember them alive. And they will live alive in you forever. In our culture, in ancient Tamare, Egypt, once the person died, as they call it, they had an embalming ceremony where the relatives and the friends never saw the person until the whole ritual was over. And the next time they saw them, they saw a gold, bronze, copper, or wood, depending on how rich they were, replica of them as beautiful and more lustrous as the great sun rod that we worshipped. Or wood, depending on how rich they were, replica of them as beautiful and more lustrous as the great sun rod that we worshipped. You understand what I'm saying? So they never saw them dead in 
order for them to stay, leave that impression in your mind, that period of regression. Now, each stage of that stays with you and haunts you. You know what I'm saying? But you have got to. You've got to step over that and go back to when she was healthy. You got to get in there. Don't cut me off, Dad. Don't cut me off. Don't cut me off inside. You got to go back there. And you got to remember incidents. You got to have a treasure chest of things in your life that you had with your mother, a very special thing that makes you remember her embracing you or giving you that first doll or something on Christmas or something that was special when you fell. And get that picture and meditate on that image over and over again. Every time the other image comes to your mind, you ride over it, that new image, so you replace it in your subconscious mind. Eventually, the other image will fade away, and all you remember is the good, and you see her standing there, and you will have resurrected her to live eternally in your heart. You hear me? Now, as far as things haunting you in your sleep, what a lot of people don't understand is disembodied souls roam this planet because they're trapped here because they were too material, and when they passed, they couldn't get out. And they have to stay here until they fuse out and they use people's life and they keep channeling through people and it's how they prolong their stay on this plane. Right? Oftentimes we go into a state referred to as sleep paralysis when we're very rested but we can't go directly into slumber. So we go into a semi-slumber state. We think we're awoke but we are paralyzed and conscious. And this is the best avenue, or best plane from which these beings can touch you. You follow? What defends you is a serum in your body called adrenaline. It repels them because it blocks the blood. Because when your person becomes afraid, their body goes into a defense. And the white corpuscles, white blood cells, and red blood cells get ready to defend the body. And calls on the telephone and speaks to the inner chamber of the blood and says, hemoglobin, call the plasma and tell them to get ready. I'm serious. And it's a message. And this is a nerve system which has a link to the brain and has its own intelligence sensor sending all these messages that something is about to happen. The first thing it does is it sends up a serum that shoots into the dermis just above the epidermis, the lowest layer of skin, and it creates little bumps on the body. That's called fair bumps, they raise. They are creating a defense or a cushion against an attack. We're not as strong as we were when we keloid. So we create this little, and the hair sits up. This is a defense mechanism that human beings have in them. But if something is strong enough to penetrate the skin, then the message is, Go there and knit that back together. And the white corpuscles race against the red corpuscles. The red corpuscles are full of, of breath, so they move faster. So you bleed first. And then the white corpuscles get around, form pus, form a clot called a scab from the hemoglobin, the oxygen, and then the plasma, and it starts to knit you up. You function? There's a link between you and that blood and those disembodied souls who can get to the blood to breathe. That's why they try to possess people for the blood. That's why in all their spooky movies, Dracula wants the blood. In all the same so-called churches, it's always a blood sacrifice. 
ancient scriptures, they're cutting up goats and giving blood. And God smells the sweet savor of the burning offering, the blood on the altar. These disembodied souls feel connected to the blood. You hear what I'm saying? So when you go into that state of sleep paralysis, beings are trying to get you. It has nothing whatsoever to do with joining, other than the fact that you probably said, this happened when I started joining. And it goes to hell. That's when it started happening. It starts creating, it becomes a reality. You're looking for a solution so that you can get rid of it. 